welcome to Paul's Podcast Diary, your weekly glimpse into the life of indie author Paul Teague. Find out how many words got written over the past seven days, hear what's on the planning board, and discover the tips and tools which Paul is using to self-publish his books and get them selling as fast as possible. This is Paul's Podcast Diary, and here's your show host, Paul Teague. Hello and welcome to Paul's Podcast Diary, episode number 112 for Saturday the 4th of August 2018. I'm recording this on Friday afternoon, having just returned from Hexham, which is in the northeast northwest. it's right in the middle really, where I've just been for lunch with Julie Cordiner, who many of you will know through Twitter. Uh, Julie's a self-published uh, author, does fiction, non-fiction, is a previous guest on the show, and we met up for lunch at the very pleasant location of Hexham Abbey, which I'm going to go back to for a, a good look around the whole town, because I've, I've passed it many, many times on the way to Newcastle, and I've only nipped into Waitrose for a sandwich once many years ago, but it, uh, it's worthy of greater inspection, so we're going to go back later on this summer, I think, and have a, a proper look. But thank you very much, Julie, for inviting me out for lunch. Uh, really enjoyed having a chat about all things indie author related and other bits in between. So this is going to be a long one, I'm afraid. And it's very difficult to know where to begin, really. I've got so many things to tell you. So if you think about it, when I when I did the last book club in October, I was just telling you information for one channel. We've got five channels now. And I've just tried to pull it together in some semblance of of, of kind of understandable information. So let, let's dive in. And I'll let you know how it's been going. So, I mean, the the main thing is really that it's been uh, it's been good. Uh, you know, I was a bit nervous last week. I wasn't even sure that I'd make my money back. I've, I've more than made my money back already. That's the kind of top line of this. And it's been a real education this week. I've had some genuine surprises, things I never thought would happen. Now, if you think about it, prior to this book, Bub, I had been right at the beginning of my indie author career, I'd been listed wide. So on my BookBub console, my, I beg your pardon, my draft, the digital console, when I came back to it after a very long break, I've never listed any of my thrillers on draft, the digital. So that's how long it is since I've been on draft, the digital. I, I think at the very most, I had probably my nonfiction books in 2016 listed on draft, the digital. They, they, they never really sold anything because they weren't really suitable for digital. They're better as paperbacks. And I had Secret Bunker and The Grid listed on Draft the Digital. And I think um, I'm just summarizing the numbers here, but it was about 1,250. And it says sales in the dashboard, but that also counts freebies. So I'd done 1,250 or thereabouts transactions on BookBub by the time I did, uh, sorry, Draft the Digital by the time I did this BookBub promo. Um, so it's been a, a real surprise. Let me dive into the figures and just let you know kind of where we're up to. So on day one of the promo, we got rid of um, 6,316 freebies on iBooks, 2,543 on Barnes & Noble, 3,649 on Kobo, 19,727 on Amazon, and 2,158 on Google Play. So that gave me, on the day of the BookBub promo, a total of 33,393 total downloads across those five portals. Now, when I was on Amazon Exclusive in October 2017, 
I did 32,328 downloads on Amazon alone. So the Amazon downloads were down, uh, down substantially, uh, whereas the total downloads were up by about 1,000. 100. Now, I don't know what that means. And I'm assuming that because I didn't have the people who can access on, uh, is it Prime? Unlimited, whatever it is? Unlimited. Um, that I'm assuming that's what the difference is in Amazon this time um, between the, whatever it was, 32,000 and the 19,000. I'm assuming, but I don't know that that was made up by um, Amazon Unlimited people. So they got the book and they read it then for free. I'm, I'm assuming that what's that it, what that is. Um, so immediately those numbers are good. Um, you know, we're, we're higher rather than lower, but it was made up of five portals, five channels. So let's take a look at the earnings. And at the time of recording this, I'm, I'm actually, I'm waiting to get my day four earnings from iBooks. So I've got Barnes and Noble in. I'm going to give you earnings up to day four. But I haven't got, I'm hoping they're going to come in before the end of this recording. I haven't as yet got my iBooks numbers in for day four. Now, last time on day one, so this is, remember I had a, I was in Kindle Unlimited and I did a book bub in October. So on day one of my October book bub, I made about 190 pounds. On day one of this promo, I'm, I'm, um, 112 pounds up on that. So I made 216 pounds 64 on Amazon, um, $60.83 on Draft to Digital, which is roughly 45 quid, I think, and 41 pounds 11 on Kobo. Uh, and that is, um, 302 pounds 75 of income on launch day. That's up 112 or thereabouts from day one with the original promotion that I did. So on day two, when I was exclusive with Amazon, I made £190.13. So I made £190 two days in a row when I was on Amazon. Whereas this time round, I made £156.32 on Amazon. Kobo, very disappointing at £16.70. Draft the digital estimated at £67.25. So I made on day two, this time around, £240.49. pence. That was up about £50, about 50 quid. On day three, I made £88.64 on Amazon, a paltry £7.33 on Kobo. And then on draft the digital, we start to go up on draft the digital. It starts to take off on iBooks. I made £112.26. So I made more on draft the digital that was mainly iBooks than I did on Amazon on day three. So my income on day three was £208.35 and that was up £41.41 pence on my um, October promo. Now we're currently on day four when I'm recording this and I'm just waiting for my iBooks income and I'm just going to keep refreshing the draft the digital portal. I've got my Barnes and Noble earnings in but I'm waiting for the iBooks earnings, which I think will make quite a difference to things. So at the moment, we're about, what are we? we're about 80 pound on Amazon for day four, 6.95 for Kobo. We're $27 on Barnes and Noble. So what's that? Should we say 20 quid? So where are we? 100, 110. We're about 110 pounds so far. And I'm waiting for the iBooks numbers to come in to give me my day four number. So I'll keep refreshing that. It should have come in at three o'clock. I, I learned a little lesson about 
draft the digital. Well, actually, I'll, I'll tell you about it later when I'm telling you another story. But um, it, basically, the the kind of the thing that you need to know about that is that your draft the digital numbers don't come in bit by bit by bit. They come in as a daily report, and they come in around about three o'clock. I, I, I'm recording this. This is now what it's ten to four, and I was waiting to record. I was waiting for the iBooks numbers to come in they're not in yet so the, the Barnes and Nobles are but the iBooks aren't so I'm just waiting for that last figure so I can give you a comprehensive review of the first four days of income so I did a little calculation this morning and I had my income up from at about 35% from the last promo about about 35% it's very hard it's very hard it's quite a moving target because draft the digital the the amounts that you get seem to sort of go up a little bit every day. It, it, the counting seems to be quite strange on Draft the Digital because it's an aggregator. So it's like trying to hit a moving target, but also Draft the Digital is giving me the numbers in dollars. So I'm having to do a conversion, whereas Amazon I've got set to pounds and Kobo I've got set to, to pounds. So these are estimated figures. But um, bottom line is um, I've held the earnings. The earnings are up across the five channels even though they're down specifically on Amazon. And I I, I think, I, I'm assuming, well, it must be because I had about half a million reads last time. I said, it must be the page reads that are responsible for that drop in income on Amazon. But the overall income at the moment is up. So that that's, you know, so obviously I'm extremely uh, pleased and relieved by that. Um, you know, the income this week is, uh, you know, I, I still don't know what this iBooks is. And I'm going to tell you about iBooks in a minute because I'm expecting that to be quite good when it comes in. Um, but the income for the last four days is going to be about £800 probably uh, or, or, or thereabouts, poss- possibly more when the iBooks comes in. OK, so let me talk to you about my highlights of this BookBub launch. Um, over the week, over the last four days, I've shifted 5,087 free copies via Kobo. The majority of those were in Canada. And what I've learned about Can- uh, Kobo already, just from the, the short time I've been in it, is Kobo is all about Canada. In the way that Amazon for me is all about the USA and the UK, those are my biggest audiences on Amazon, it's quite clear to me that the audience that you're playing for in, in Kobo is the Canadian audience. They're, they're the big buyers on Kobo. But I'm, I'm quite disappointed with the buy-throughs on Kobo. And of course, it's early days yet. We, we, I don't know, you know, the Kobo infrastructure is different. Um, I've got rid of 5,000 free books there. But with Kobo, we've only had 31 sales of book two, The Murder Place, and 29 of The Forgotten Children. So I would say those buy-throughs are quite, I don't seem to be making very much money on Kobo. Now, um, originally, if you think about it, when you do a, a an Amazon Select, promotion you only get to go free for five days so originally when I set up these promos I thought oh well that's fine I'll I'll run it from Monday through till Friday and then I'll put the prices up again but I'm not going to do that now I'm wine I'm actually going to use a different strategy now on Kobo because I'm not making frankly any cash at the moment on Kobo it's what I would call negligible income and I'd set Kobo because you can control the pricing Kobo I'd set Kobo to go back to pricing the normal pricing on Friday. And because I'm not, frankly, shifting many on Kobo, as far as I'm concerned, that can go back to paid on, uh, well, today. It's going to go back to paid at some point today. But I'm going to use a different strategy on um, all the all the other channels. So um, I, I got some highlights here. Um, 
you know, to be honest with you, you know, it, it just kind of, it, it rushes by and, and I hope I've got these right. Uh, I've had my, my, my wife's become obsessed uh, because really the best way for us to uh, access the iBooks charts, you know, my wife's got this uh, old Mac, not it's not, it's an old, it is an old Mac now, actually it's several years old, but my, it doesn't look old. Um, but my wife's got this Mac that I hated and, and gave away. Of course, she's now in a prime position to be taking screenshots of me on the iBooks chart. It's really hard to get on a normal PC. So my wife's become obsessed with my chart position this week. I've never seen her sort of so interested in what I'm doing um, with my books. And she keeps sending me screenshots um, from from iBooks. So um, I hope I've got all these. I, I, it's like trying to hit a moving target because you think you've hit a certain place in the chart. And then my wife will send me a screenshot to say, it's, it's changed. So, uh, you know, forgive me if I get any of these wrong, but they're pretty well right, I think. So, um, but I might be mistaken. So as far as I can tell in, in Amazon, I think I, I, I think this is right. I was number two in the entire UK bestsellers free chart. And I was number two in the iBooks crime and thriller store. Um, and I can't even remember. I'm sorry what territory that was. So, you know, I've, <laughs> I've, I've gone quite high in some charts. Um, what was really fascinating to me was, I think, I can't remember, it must have been on Tuesday, that um, I was at work, actually, and a little message pops up in, in Facebook, and it's Adam Croft, the Adam Croft, the famous Adam Croft. And he's asking me what I'm up to on iBooks. And I'd looked at Draft the Digital, and I honestly thought on Monday when I looked at my Draft the Digital stats, I didn't realise that you got your report 24 hours late on Draft the Digital. And I honestly thought that I'd just done nothing at all on iBooks and Barnes and Noble. I mean, that's my previous experience, and there was nothing showing in there at all. I thought, well, I must have done nothing there in those two channels. And Adam was saying, what are you doing? He just basically said, what are you doing on iBooks? I thought, well, nothing as far as I know. And um, I went in to draft the digital and refreshed it. And I'd had something like 12,000, 12,500, something like that. Um, no, it was more than that, I think. It was it was, it was was thousands of downloads. Um, but, but because they don't come through uh, until 24 hours later, I hadn't realized that. So um, I was at... I can't remember where I was in the charts. You'll you have to forgive me because I've just been all over the charts. But um, basically, at my highest, I was number one on iBooks in free crime and thrillers. And I was number one in the total marketplace on iBooks. No, hang on, was I number one? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, now I'm getting confused. I think I was. Hang on. I'll have to check that. I think I was. I, I don't I don't want to tell you something that's not right, but I, I'm. That doesn't. that sounds too good to be true. <laughs> Um, yeah, free. That's right. I was number one in free, in all free books on iBooks. So number one in all free and number one in crime and thrillers. I know I'm getting confused because I'm now, I've charted in paid charts for the first time as well. So this is why I'm getting confused. I'm trying desperately not to tell you anything that's wrong with this. So Adam basically has been, I think, running his own kind of experiment. You know, he's a really super duper marketer, Adam. Um, and he was, he's been running some promos. <laughs> Basically, he was thinking, you know, what's this guy doing in front of me? Well, how, how, how's he doing that? So um, I've had several um, conversations with Adam Croft this week. I've let him know what my download numbers are because he's affected, he's been paying. Um, I think he's doing some testing on BookBub ads and he was paying to sort of try and get his one of his thrillers to number one spot. And um, not through any effort or skill on my part, I hasten to add, just sheer luck. Um, I think I've been thwarting those attempts all week. 
with uh, Don't Tell Meg, which which has been sort of doggedly holding on to those number one slots. Um, so that you know that was quite an experience to have a kind of marketing giant like Adam Croft tapping me up to say, "How did you do that?" And there's me saying, "Well, I didn't even know I had Adam." And um, so it's a little bit embarrassing, really, you know, that I, I just it was just a complete fluke. But I mean, I've been doggedly holding on to those places in in iBooks. It's been stunning. So um, I think I've got rid of about something like eleven thousand six hundred fifty nine free copies in iBooks. We've got rid of three thousand seven hundred sixty one copies in Barnes and Noble. I mean, that must be all their customers that are left, must not it? Um, but what, what, what I think is really pleasing, oh, um, oh, I, I hit number one in Barnes and Noble free, th- free thrillers today. Now, I think I probably would have hit number one at the beginning of the week, but I hadn't figured out where their charts were. So, for instance, I, if you know where the charts are in Kobo, I can't see charts in Kobo. As far as I can see, when you go to your book, it just tells you what position you are. So I was something like 300 and something in Kobo. I don't know whether that's good or bad, frankly. But I couldn't find myself on a chart on Kobo. So I, I couldn't give myself any relative position. Um, whereas I've been kind of, you know, as, as I say, the, the, there's just like numbers coming out your ears this week. So hopefully you're just kind of picking up the, the gist of this. I've been number one in psychological thrillers on Amazon, the USA, all week. Um, the, the highest position I got to in the USA in thrillers was number two. That's for free. But as I say, the most pleasing thing in all this week is that I've, I've now begun to chart in paid, in paid charts. So I've been in Amazon paid charts this week and I just, I just, I'm sorry, I just can't even remember where I was in the paid charts, but I was, I was, I think I was top 20 in Amazon's paid crime and thriller charts. And what's been just phenomenal for me in iBooks is the murder place um, at the time of recording this is number 25. Sorry, at the time of recording it's 27, but the highest it got was 25 in iBooks. This is the crime and thriller chart. And the Forgotten Children book three is number 46 in the iBooks chart. Okay, so I've now, this is the breakthrough uh, for this launch is I'm, usually I've just got screenshots saying, look, you know, number one in you know, free chart here, number one in a free chart there. And I always sort of think, yeah, that's all right. It's free. That's very well. But I'd like to be charted in some paid charts. I've now charted in paid charts. And that's great. Um, and, and I mean, iBooks has been a stunning experience this week. I, my book's been next to Lee Child, Joe Nesbo, Harlan Coben. Harlan Coben, who is who kind of, it's reading um, Tell No One, his book, a couple of years ago. That's what made me want to write thrillers in the first place. I'm right next to him in the chart. And this is paid, not free. It's paid chart. Um, and who else? Uh, uh, Peter, what's his face? <laughs> I'm sorry, Peter. <laughs> the very famous crime author, uh, <laughs> whose name I've forgotten. What's his name? That one. Uh, Val McDermott. You know, all these authors. Blimey. And, and on, it's been absolutely fantastic on the... Um, on the iBooks chart and, and Amazon, and it's like I've almost lost interest in Amazon because I kind of, I know this sounds awful, doesn't it? But I, I know I could do this stuff on Amazon. This is what I did last time, but the excitement for me has totally been, uh, with iBooks. It's been absolutely phenomenal with, and they're selling like hotcakes on iBooks. I mean, I, 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 this is why I'm waiting for these, I'm, I'm waiting for this money report to come in for today. It's still not in. I hope that means they're calculating the numbers. Um, because, you know, I'm on a paid chart 
with Harlan Coben, for goodness sake, on iBooks. I haven't got a clue how many books I'm selling because they won't give me the numbers yet. This blasted chart hasn't refreshed. So I don't know what kind of income that's generating. But that's number 25, you know, on a book that's selling for £2.49, £2.49, I think it is. You know, so this is this is great stuff. So um, I, I, it looks to me like as the Amazon income declines, you know, the, the iBooks is holding. Um other highlights are that uh, I hit the Indian top 10 and I love those charts because I was on a chart with a Sir Arthur Conan Doyle with Sherlock Holmes and Jeffrey Archer. I love the charts. The charts in India and Japan are brilliant. Um, Patrick Sheriff, if you're listening, I couldn't find because uh, you get so far with English language of the Japanese chart and then I just got completely lost. Uh, but last time I managed to find a Japanese chart and, and I was on it, and I was unable to find a Japanese chart this time. So, um, uh, Patrick, if you spot me on a chart anywhere in Japan, it's probably a bit late now, to be honest with you. But if you do spot me on a chart, can you get me a screen grab? Particularly if I'm on with like some bizarre authors like Sir Arthur Conan Doyle and Jeffrey Archer, because they really sort of make me uh, titter those um, those screenshots. So, you know, I'm just hurling loads of stats at you this this time, and I'm, I'm apologies for that because I've got five channels to monitor now. I haven't even mentioned uh, Google Books. Um, I think we've shifted how many on Google Books this week? To be honest with you, I tell you what. I've, another thing I've learned from this is Google Play Books is a heap. Of, it's a pile of pants, as as the groovy youngsters say. It's a heap of pants or whatever it is. Um, it's rubbish. The interface is rubbish. Um, it really is, and I can't work out. I can see that I've downloaded. I've had about two and a half thousand maybe three thousand free books uh, you know if you try and you lose use ninja skills you can just about extract that information from google play but one of the things i have decided to do when this launch um cools down is i'm going to go to publish drive and list on publish drive for google play now because i managed to get an account on google play i always kind of figured it would be better for me to list native you know to go straight on google play but oh that interface is rubbish it I, the reporting is absolute rubbish um i've just given up with it. i don't frankly i don't really care i'll just wait and see what they pay me so i i've excluded all i don't know whether i've made any sales or not on google play it's complete guesswork absolute rubbish um so so i've i've downloaded you know, two, two, at least 2,600, probably 3,000 books on Google Play, but I haven't got a clue whether I've made any money or not. I just haven't got a clue. So my advice to you, if you're one of these people who, who's coveting an account on Google Play, and, and bear in mind, I haven't tried Publish Drive yet, but when this dies down and I can sort of switch the books over to Publish Drive, I'm going to switch over to Publish Drive because I'm assuming the interface has to be better than Google Play. It's just appalling. I haven't got a clue what I've done. So I'm assuming Publish Drive will give me better stats. So that's a change I am going to make as a result of this launch. I think then, in summary, with all those figures flying around, really all I can say to you is that it's been financially more successful so far than the last launch. In terms of downloads, it's been more successful than the last launch. The channel that has been amazing is iBooks. I never, in a month of Sundays, I mean, you know what I think about Max, for starters. <laughs> it's, if, if there was any karma in the world, I'd have tanked terribly for all the evil things I've said about MacBooks. But, and here we are, pouring over my wife's Mac now, trying to get the stats. Um, but that's been the surprise. And, and because I'm, I'm sort of selling so well, I'm 20, 
fifth in a crime and thrillers sales chart. So higher than, uh, was it higher than I was? No, it was about 20, wasn't I? In the, in the Amazon chart. I don't even know where I am now. Um, you know, really, I'm just going to have to judge this by what income I, I get at the end of the month and just try and give you a feel of it. Um, really, because it, it's just, it's shifting sands. It's very difficult even for me to know where I am with it. Um, but it looks good so far. Now, um, I always sound like, is it Marvin the paranoid android, you know, with my, my down disposition. But again, um, so I've exceeded the figures. Um, the, the, the dates are just the same with this one. So when I did the last book bub, I, I did the book bub on the 30th of the 31st of October. And then we went into November, a new month. And that's what's happened this time. I got two days. So the 30th and 31st of July. And now we're into the new month of August. Now in November, I earned something like £4,000 that month through Amazon. So the big question is now, is am I going to get anywhere near that across the four channels? Because, um, you know, it's good to drop off. It always does. But what's the rate of drop-off going to be? What's the rate of buy-through going to be? I just don't know. We're going to find that out over the next month. And it might tank um, or it might be better. I just, I simply don't know. I have no way of telling. But in terms of the first kind of, you know, the, the first test I said to you, the first test was, am I going to break even and be in profit? I've more than broken even and we're well in profit now. That's the, the kind of the upshot of this week. So now over the next month, we're looking at, you know, are we going to make some money out of this now? Am I, am I going to bank some money now? We're in profit. Um, and of course, I let you know as we go through the month and let you know kind of what the numbers are. Um, but it, it's been absolutely uh, fascinating week. It, re- it really has very educational for me. A couple of other observations about this week. Uh, if you remember, I did the, uh, my kind of one, two kind of boxing punch or whatever it is. Um, and I, I did the free booksy. Sorry, I did the book bub on the Monday and I did the free booksy on the Tuesday. It must have made a difference, but I didn't really notice it. Um, that, that's really all I can say. I, I sort of, I didn't really notice a huge surge as a result of having the free booksy on the Tuesday. So I don't know whether it made any difference or not. Um, I, I guess it must have done. Um, but I didn't notice whether it made any difference or not, which must mean, I guess, the book bub was doing well. At the moment, I've got a weird pricing thing on Amazon. Now, I've moaned to Amazon about this before, but the, the second and third books in my series, they're not uh, for sale at the price that I have advertised them for. Uh, they're, they're quite a lot less. And I've contacted Amazon about this before and said, why is that? And they said, oh, we, we do promos. And when we do promos on them, you, you get the price, the full sale price of the book. Well, because I've shifted so many books this week, I'm thinking I'd better be getting the full price of that book because I've shifted a lot of units this week and I want that income in my bank. So I'm going to be moaning to Amazon again to to make sure I'm getting the full income on this week. Because the, the thing that makes me nervous is, is they've dropped, the, the price is dropped. It's different from what I've got in my console, but it doesn't say sale price or anything like that. And that's what's making me nervous. It looks It looks more like... I kind of quirk in the system, but you know, I want that income. <laughs> it's, I've shifted a lot of units this week and I want to make sure I'm getting the income. So as soon as I finish this, I will be chasing Amazon to confirm that. Um, the other thing I've been, I'm still number one. Do you remember I said last week I, I had copied Adam Nichols success and I had listed the book in smaller categories because the, the concept here is that 
if you go in categories that are less competitive, you can stay higher in the charts. Now, that's worked really well for me all week. Now, before I even started the book bub, just the book went free a little bit earlier because I had to make, I, I, I can't remember when it went free. Was it free last week when I spoke to you? But I had to make it free early just to make sure that it was ready for the promo. And it actually got to number one in suspense psychological, number one in crime fiction vigilante justice, and number two in crime fiction kidnapping. So these are smaller categories. Before we'd even started the book, Bob, it was, it was number one and number two. Uh, in those categories. So it just shows you how powerful that strategy can be. Now, since we did the book, Bub, I have constantly all week been at number one in those categories in the UK. I've just been sitting at number one all week in those categories. So again, you know, when you're at the top of a category, and this is for free, remember, you can see how beneficial that is to you because um, you're getting more visibility. Whereas if you're in more competitive categories, you drop out the top 20 much faster. It's harder to stay there. Um, and so therefore you lose your visibility. That's the strategy here. So I've been number one and still am number one in the UK in those, um, those less competitive areas. Now, uh, when I asked them to do it, I, I assumed that they would do it across all the territories, but they didn't. So they didn't put me in those categories in the USA. Now I said to you earlier that I've been number one in psychological thrillers all week in the USA. And, and I think I, at the time of recording this, certainly when I last looked just before I started recording this, I still was. And I've been, I've, I've been sort of moving around in, in crime, but I think I've been sort of two, three and four in crime through the week. So I've done pretty well in the competitive categories, but I've asked Amazon now because I've started to drop or I, it looks like I'm beginning to drop. I've asked them to make sure I'm in those less competitive categories in the USA as well, because as I've got all this traffic at the moment, I want to dominate those categories. But the other thing I had said to Amazon was, don't take me out the existing categories. I want to be in five categories. So it's like, oh, no, for goodness sake, come on, I've made myself clear. But they, they put me in those three categories, took me out the existing two categories. I want to be in the five categories, guys, and I want to be in those five categories across all the channels. So, you know, we're, we're having difficulty making ourselves understood with 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 Kindle at the moment, but with shifted books. That's, I guess, the, the key thing about that. So whew, that's, what's that? That's half an hour, isn't it? On, on an update. So yeah, busy, 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 busy. Um, it's been going very well. Let me just refresh draft the digital and see if these numbers are in yet. Come on, you could do it. Oh, they're still not in. I hope they get there by the time I finish recording this, because I want to give you those day four iBooks numbers because there's, there's, I'm making, I should be making quite a lot of sales on our iBooks at the moment and they should be quite good numbers, but still not there. I'm afraid I'll keep refreshing. I hope that means there's somebody at iBooks headquarters who's ad having to add up loads of things because I've made lots of sales. But I say, I'll let you know. I might have to wait till next week to let you know whether we got that far. So I'm feeling, um, you know, quite pleased about it at the moment. Um, we've, we've hit the sort of embarrassment. We're through the embarrassment threshold, which is I, I haven't made, I haven't made my money back. You know, I've more than made my money back now. We're into profit now. So the next question is, is how much profit do we make? Now, you know that I want to pay this course off, this expensive course that I paid for. So that's the next parameter I'm looking for. I want to pay that course off. And then the parameter after that is I want to earn the money to pay for an edit on so many lives, which is sitting in my digital drawer at the moment. So I'm looking to make about three and a half thousand. Well, I've got, I've got another three. I think we're about, I need to probably make about another three thousand for me to hit that next parameter. So two thousand, um, in, in August is, is a, 
is a sort of benchmark, and then 3,000. And when we're beyond 3,000, we're in very pleased level, if, 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 we, if we even get to that. I simply don't know. The other thing I've got to tell you about this is, is when uh, uh, Adam Croft started messaging me about, um, about, you know, telling me that he was driving traffic to um, an iBooks offer and that um, I was kind of frustrating his attempts to get to number one, um, it brought out the competitiveness of me. I, I do apologize for this, but I, it, what it made me think is when he was saying, oh, I'm using BookBub ads to do this, I thought, oh, I've got a BookBub ads account. Um, so why don't I use it? You know, to, if I'm doing really well on iBooks at the moment, why don't I do what Adam's doing and put a couple of dollars on a BookBub ad and try and keep myself in that number one? Slightly makes perfect sense, doesn't it? Um, so I, I've got one of these BookBub um, accounts I, and I've never, I've, I've tried it a bit before, never really had any success with it, but I thought it makes all the sense in the world to use that right now, to use the same strategy that Adam's using to get his book to number one, to keep my book at number one. So I have started um, a BookBub ad. Remember, these are not the, this is not the big promo, the 400 quid promo. These are the cost, you know, the, the, the little banner adverts that people get in emails and not where they're looking around BookBub. They're like Amazon ads. So you pay per click on these or pay per a thousand impressions. Now I, I sort of backed off from doing that because ironically, um, I've got Adam Croft's um, course on this in Mark Dawson's training and it's on my list as training that I need to do over summer. That was the irony of this, but I just thought, Oh, what the heck? That just dive straight in there. Now, so what I've done. And, and again, before I met Julie for lunch day, I had a, a little realization and tweaked it. What, what I've done with this is that um, I, I was sending traffic still to Kobo, but Kobo's making me no money at the moment. I've got free downloads on Kobo. It's not making me any money. So I switched off the ads to Kobo. I've switched them off to Google Play because what's the point of promoting something if I can't even tell where I've made any sales? So I switched it off to Google Play, but I'm sending traffic to via BookBub ads to Kindle in all the territories to iBooks and probably Barnes and Noble. I'm probably still sending it to Barnes and Noble as well. Um, but actually, I'll probably switch it off from Barnes and Noble. Now, I wanted to get to number one in the chart on Barnes and Noble, and I just did um, before I started recording this. So I'll probably switch off Barnes and Noble now and just send the traffic to the two money making channels, the ones that are making me the money, to try and keep my book in iBooks as, as long as I can. But also, my, my top place in the paid for chart with the murder place is currently 25 i'd like to try and get that higher if i can obviously because it brings out the competitiveness of you but at some point it's just going to drop you know at some point it will drop so anyhow i'm using i am using bookbub ads but i only started using them i think it was what are we now friday thursday i think i started bookbub ads on thursday now the other thing i've been talking to adam nichols now adam nichols is the guy as you know who's made he's made a blooming fortune um this month and i i can't remember why i why did I chat? Oh, I, I let him know how I was doing in those categories. And I said, oh, you know, I pinched that technique off you. You know, th thank you very much. Because he put all of this in 20 books of 50K. He's been quite open about this. And I, and as you know, I went through it and I've been picking off all the, all the learning points. And I, I just sent him a screenshot to show that I was number one in those categories and said, you know, thank you very much. That's, that's because of something that you talked about. And um, he gave me a Facebook ad tip. He said, what you want to be doing is driving a Facebook ad to that. So um, have you heard the phrase success leaves clues right when somebody who's made 60 odd i think he's made way more than this now but you know 60 70 80 000 in the last couple of months when he tells you to do something you don't say oh no i know better you do exactly what he's telling you to do 
So I did exactly what Alan was telling me to do. And I uh, listed um, uh, Facebook ads. And again, you know, I've done Facebook ads before. But Adam said, do this, target this audience, you know, and, and look for clicks at this price. And, um, and I'm, I'm getting really good return. I've, I've got the best results I've ever had off of Facebook ads. So at the moment, uh, I'm not going to tell you the audience I'm going for. Um, but at the moment, let me just tell you what I'm doing. And I've, I've, Adam's been great because he's been giving me sort of tips and advice on this. So at the moment, I'm... I'm sending an ad on Facebook. I've had 123 clicks direct to Amazon. And I'm paying 10 pence a click for that. 10 pence a click. All right. Adam had said to me, um, only stop at 30 cents a click. So what's that? Well, it's slightly more, isn't it? Now, so when I, I, I've been talking to him about the success of that, he said, that, you know, that's brilliant. You want to ramp that up now and do different pictures and different tech. So, you know, I kind of know all this, but it's great having somebody guiding you on it. So that's what I've done. I've increased my spend on the 10 pence per click advert. And I'm um, I, I'm getting less good results for the other ads. I'm getting 20p per click on one and 23p per click on the other. Um, but I, I am doing some Facebook ads on this. and I'll, I'll be monitoring those, but that's just to Amazon. I'm not clever enough on Facebook to know how to specifically drive Facebook traffic to MacBook users. I just, um, I, I'm just i sure there's a way, actually. In fact, there probably is a way. Now, I'm, I'm talking aloud, and I'm sort of thinking, actually, I bet you can choose in Facebook ads device which people connect on. So I, I probably can do that, actually. So I might have a look at that later. Um, but um, anyhow, so I got, I got Facebook ads going, too, um, at the moment, because... Um, what what Adam was saying is, you know, when you've got that traction, which I have at the moment in those two charts, you've got to keep it. You've got to keep those books there because at some point the algorithm kind of kicks it and Amazon starts to place you all over the place. So, and he was also saying you need to follow that up with another book, um, you know, within the kind of month to hit the al- all those algorithms. So I will probably be relaunching Den of Night and, and try and throw some traffic at that to try and play this algorithm game and keep the earnings up at some point. Because for all intents and purposes, as far as Amazon's concerned, Dead of Night is a new book in that I've never done anything with it. Um, you know, I've never really done a free boxy promotion or anything. So um, that's my kind of next strategy. Oh, and before I move on, by the way, I'm sorry, I did say this was going to be a long one. The other thing that I'm really pleased that I did, when you, I'll put some screenshots on the resources page and show you um, my kind of book among Joe Nesbos and Lee Childs. But... I think I'd have been a little bit embarrassed with my old covers on those books. If I'd have been on those charts with those crappy covers that I did. And people keep saying, oh, well, they weren't that bad. But, you know, when when you look at how my books look on these iBooks covers, where every cover there is really sharp and professional. You know, I'm, I'm with published authors, for goodness sake. Um, traditionally published authors. I'm assuming some of those must be uh, indies, but there ain't many. There's a lot of names you'll recognize on there as books that are currently on the shelves. So I, I'm, I'm really pleased in retrospect that I sort of paid that money for those covers. I wasn't sure about that spend for a long time. Um, and, and now I'm pleased I made it because my books, you know, look as professional as every other book on there. They look like they could also be traditionally published. They didn't with my original rubbishy public, uh, covers on there. So, you know, I got to say, I, I am pleased in retrospect that I paid that thousand odd quid, uh, when it was 900 and something plus VAT. So it was just less than a thousand. But what I paid was 1,200 with the VAT on it. Um, you know, so that that was the expense to me. Um, I'm pleased I did that because I, I would have been a little bit embarrassed to sort of be showing screenshots with all these authors 
and there's my rubbishy home design DIY rather embarrassing cover. Um, so it was a, it was a good call doing the covers. Okay, I'm going to refresh my draft digital console again in the hope that it's there. Ah, it's still not there. Come on, I want to give you these numbers. It's 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 twenty past four at the time of recording this. Those are an hour and twenty late compared to where they've been for the rest of the week. So come on, guys. And I want my, my I want my sales. I want to know what my sales are for yesterday. Okay, we're going to move off the book bub now. But um, as I did last time, I will give you kind of the breakdown of all of this. Um, I just wanted to mention that we're on other subjects now. Um, I've done a I've been working on my my podcast this week, and I've had a complete overhaul of my Patreon tiers, and I've thought about the sort of content I can add and sustain. And what I've been doing for Patreons is I'm, um, it's like, I guess, the director's cut. A lot of the things that I talk about in this podcast, I am now doing videos to show you how I do stuff. Um, and I'm putting those videos in for exclusive Patreon content. So you have to come in at, at least the dollar mark, uh, you know, $1 per month uh, for Patreon to get all these exclusive content. And as an example of that, for instance, uh, on Monday evening, I dropped in a video showing you all my earnings and talking you through all the ins- you thought you got to see everything. Um, I'm, and I also, I can talk to you about it, but I can't show you it in the podcast. So I, I'm using Patreon or Patreon now to give real added value to show you how I do things on the site, marketing things, emailing you things and things like that, but also to just give you access that no one's had before. So in that video in Patreon this week, you see my day one earnings. I'm talking you through it and I'm showing you the consoles. You can see the earnings for yourself as they came in. And that's what's going to be happening on Patreon now. So if you've been on the fence about uh, supporting this podcast through Patreon, Paul has finally got his act together. And if you go to patreon.com slash Paul Teague, you'll see that not only have I figured out the tiers now, and there's various freebies and incentives for the, for the tiers, you'll see that there's already a load of videos I've put in there that show you how to do loads of things. But the only way you can access those videos is by coming a patron. So come on, you know you want to. You've been listening to the podcast for ages. Hopefully you've got loads and loads of value from it. Now's the time to become a patron, even if it's a dollar a month, and then it'll feed my kids. All right, it's not that bad. Okay, but um, if you want to support the podcast, and there are many people who are doing that, and I really uh, appreciate it. You know, as, as Joanna Penn says, it shows me that you enjoy and value the podcast and you want it to go on. So become a patron if you would. Paul Teague, uh, it's at patreon.com slash Paul Teague. And I have finally got my act together and there will actually be ongoing benefits now for being a patron. Uh, a patron, rather than just sitting there thinking, oh, it's rather quiet in here. There are actually benefits now. And uh, so I'll tell you, by the way, something else that, that um, people have been saying to me for a long time, uh, why don't you get a Facebook group? And I've been saying, no, I don't really want to get a Facebook group. It's not, you know, when you do stuff, there are things that, that work for you and things that don't work for you. Okay. So I, I would rather do audio than video. I'm getting better and more used to doing video. Um, but even when I do video, I'd still rather you just heard my voice and looked at the screen, you know, not, not doing my face on the video. And in Patreon, I've been adding all these videos now and people are commenting on them and it's working like a, a group. It's working like a kind of group of people who it's not a public group. So people have, you know, paid to play. They come into the Patreon group and, and, and we're commenting now and, and it's, it feels like a Facebook group. Now Paul's finally got off his butt and done something. And, and I'm thinking, Oh, I like this. This really suits me. I really like this. You know, having chats with people, 
and I'm allowing them to ask questions, which I will answer in the videos. And I just think, yeah, this, this feels good to me. This is something I can sustain. This is something that kind of, um, sort of suits the way I do things. Um, and it's working really well because the, the videos I've shot, I've just been doing things that I normally do. And I thought, do you know what? I'll shoot a video and I'll just talk you through this while I'm doing it. And I'm putting those into Patreon. So it's working really well for me. I, ho I hope it's working well for you as well, too. I've had some nice feedback this week from people. Um, but do check it out. Patreon.com slash Paul Teague. By the way, when we hit a, a reasonable number of Patreons or patrons, Patreons, patrons, whatever they are, <laughs> um, I'm going to start doing the monthly Q&A thing. So when we've got a reasonable number of people in there, probably about 30, um, you know, so I can be reasonably sure of getting in enough questions. Or when I'm getting in so many questions each month, it's easier for me to do a Q&A. Um, we'll, we'll, I will start to do the monthly Q&A. And you can ask me to say, can you show me how to do this, Paul, in MailerLite? Can you show me how you do this in WordPress? And I'll just do it on the screen and, and it will be exclusive for pa uh, patrons. So the more of you pile in there, the sooner we can get that uh, going. And the bottom tier is just a dollar a month. Uh, so it's $12 a year. Okay, so um, the entry level is as low as I can possibly make it on Patreon. I wanted to mention a friend of the show, Patrick Sheriff. I've already mentioned you, Patrick, because I asked you to have a look, see whether I'm doing anything in Japan, because I can't figure it out. Um, I just want to mention Patrick Sheriff's videos. Patrick's doing, um, again, you know, this is the, the medium that suits him best, and he's doing pieces to camera on YouTube, talking about editing books and things like that. And he gave me another shout-out this week um, over Vellum, because he'd heard me going on and on and on and on and on like I do about Vellum. And he'd finally relented and got Vellum, and he loves it. He just loves it. And um, he was talking about it in, in the video. And I'm, I'm enjoying Patrick's um, videos. Uh, again, you know, we could all, I think it's great to just consume all of this content because everybody comes to it from different angles. Uh, but I'm really uh, enjoying the way that Patrick does it. Um, you also get, is it cicadas? So you get, you get cicadas in the background because Patrick's recording in Japan. So I'll put a link on the show notes to Patrick's videos, but do, do check them out. It's well worth subscribing to that channel to watch those videos automatically when they come in. I also spotted this week, um, I think this is from Free Booksy, they've done a really nice article on ebook pricing strategies to sell more books and maximize author earnings. It's a really good article. And obviously when I'm studying at the moment, bearing in mind I've got a lot of traffic to my books going on at the moment, but I'll put the link on the show notes for this week. Um, I just wanted to update something else to you. Last week I was saying that I thought I would have been cleverer if I had um, put book, oh, it gets confusing, book one for free and kept books two and three on KDP Select and then offered people on the other channels to buy it through BookFunnel. And after I'd recorded that, so this is a correction, really, I thought, no, hang on, hang on, hang on, I can't tell you to do that because that would have been in breach of KDP select rules. I just want to clarify that. Okay. So, so actually I couldn't have done anything else, but basically I, I, I couldn't, I had to go wide or you have to go exclusive because if I'd have made the books available in any other format while they were exclusive on Amazon, I would have been in breach of their terms and conditions. I could only give away 10% of a book. So I realized that after I'd recorded that that was wrong information. Um, so I just want to flag that up, and particularly for those of you who aren't sort of familiar with the rules. So in actual fact, I had to go wide. There was no other option for me but to go wide or to go exclusive. Now, um, BookBub prefers you to go wide, and that's why I got this second BookBub, because I was wide this time. 
So um, I had to go wide. There was no clever tricks I could have done. I've done what I could have done, basically. And that actually brings me to the next thing. Is, do you remember I, I said to you last week that I'd made a six-pack available? I'd sold it through uh, Payhip. Um, I've made sales of that this week. Uh, they've been coming into PayPal. So it works. Um, and I can do it because I'm wide at the moment. So um, it's just um, – it, it works. There have been no technical issues, which is, you know, I was – Talking about support, I don't like doing support, but I've had no technical issues with that at all. Everybody's got their books absolutely fine, um, which is fabulous. The money's come straight into me, so I don't have to wait three months to be paid that way. So the lesson I'm learning from that is that I'm going to put um, special paid offers in all of my Insta Freebie and Book Funnel samples and books from now on, and um, I'm going to put them in probably books where I don't make much money, uh, channels where I don't make much money, maybe Barnes and Noble and maybe um, Google Play. But I'll just wait to see what, you know, what kind of buy through I get on those channels before I make that decision. But I'm definitely going to have direct buy, you know, a special offer within BookFunnel and Insta Freebie books I'm promoting on there because um, I, I've shifted a lot of books as I'm just about to tell you on those channels. So um, I did say there was a lot of news, didn't I? Um, I posted on Twitter this week to say, that I had a notification from MailerLite to say that your your current subscription level is about to expire. You've got to up, basically up the numbers because I've added. I'll just go into Mail, uh, MailerLite now and I'll tell you how many people I've added in the last two weeks into my email list. Now, do you remember I had I'd stopped doing list growth while I went through GDPR? Completely stopped it. I waited, so I stopped. I can't remember a long time ago. Quite a long time ago. I just stopped getting email addresses, learned and researched about GDPR, got great information from Mark Dawson. Um, that, that's the information I followed. I thought that was really good advice. Um, it took me a little while to enact that on my sites to make sure my automations were all up to date and everything like that. And, and so last weekend, I, I'd finally done everything and I've been taking part in a Insta freebie and a book funnel promo this week, in the last couple of weeks. And they are, by the way, also GDPR compliant now. That's the other reason why I wasn't taking part in giveaways. They had to be GDPR compliant. Um, so this month, uh, well, since I've done those promos, I've added, oh, hang on, let me just do the summary, 610. I've added 610 subscribers in the last two weeks, something like that. Now, bearing in mind, those are willing subscribers. This is GDPR friendly. They can get the book without subscribing, but they have, they've opted into my emails. They, they've specifically said, I want to receive the emails. So we've done 610 in the last two weeks using GDPR. So what everybody thought, you know, when, um, when I was saying to you, I've just burned my list. They're not interested. I've just deleted them and I cut my list right back. Not only am I getting really great open rates at the moment because of that, these people will be really engaged. On, on my list because they didn't have to sign up for my list. Okay. And I know that they're really engaged because I've just sent another one of my monthly emails out. And, um, I, I did a little question in there saying to people, Oh, by the way, just let me know, you know, I'm doing a little book giveaway. Um, I'm going to send somebody three paperbacks. I just thought I'd try it. And I've had loads of replies from people sort of telling me what they're up to for summer. And this is about, this is the concept of having a thousand true fans that are, you know, I want to talk to my, 
readers. I want to get conversations going with them. I want them to know that they could email me and talk to me about the books. This is the concept of building a thousand true fans so that the people who love your books know that they can talk to you and they build that one-to-one relationship with you. So I'm doing more and more of that. The other thing I've been really pleased about is I just keep getting every day at the moment. In my automations, one of the first things, one of the first emails you get is, you know, thanks, thanks for reading my books. I love reading these. I tell, give a list of the authors I love and who, who inspire my books. And then I ask the question, who do you love? Let me know. And I keep getting replies constantly. I'm getting replies to this from people. It's a really great way of just saying, oh, hi, you know, hi, Fred. Thanks for this. I, I didn't know some of those authors. You know, thanks for checking them out. Keep in touch. Paul, just a very quick reply, but it just opens the dialogue with people at the beginning of your list. And I've never done any of this stuff in internet marketing or anything like this. Um, and it's working really well for me. Uh, so, and I'm going to go into this, by the way. This is the sort of stuff I go into in more detail in Patreon, in that I'll take you behind. In fact, I already got a video in there where I take you behind the scenes of my mail alert account. I talk to you about how I'm doing this stuff. You know, this is all stuff that I got planned. I'll show you how I do my automations. I'll talk to you about what content I've got in my automations. So this is you know, I want to make kind of joining Patreon, if you enjoy this podcast diary, I want to make Patreon the DVD extras, um, you know, where you where you kind of see how I'm doing the stuff that I'm talking about in the podcast diary to give you some real kind of value there um, to make it a, a really valuable learning tool. So, um, you know, we all thought that the world was going to end, didn't we, with uh, uh, when we got to GDPR and surprise, surprise, it didn't. It, it never does. The world never ends. It just keeps rolling on and rolling on and we all adapt. The other sort of, so I want to recommend Insta Freebie and Book Funnel giveaways to you. I'm going to be taking part in a lot of them. And and in each giveaway I take part in now, I'm going to make sure I've got a pay hip offer in there that people can buy. And I'm going to put it at different price, price points too, by the way. So I'm really, you know, I'm really ramping up my marketing again at the moment. It feels good to be doing it too. It's very, it's great when you've got sales coming in, you know, from, from PayPal and you, you're watching your sales coming in on the channels. It's really sort of invigorating. You know that it wasn't all a waste of time. I wanted to do a second correction, by the way, last week. And I'd said to you last week, I just had my Amazon income and I wasn't excited about it. And I want to correct that because, um, if you remember, if you've listened to these diaries for a long time, you, I, I've said for a long time that one of my, um, kind of milestones with my author income is reaching the income that my wife makes. And I always qualify that by saying that she's part-time term time. So I'm not, I'm not going to give away details of people's incomes, obviously, but I'm, I'm giving you that as an indicator. Um, she's part-time term time. But I, I thought, actually, no, I need to correct that again last week because I said, oh, it's, I'm not excited about it. But you know, it was well above my wife's part-time term time income. And I've said for a long time that that was my, one of my earnings milestones. And I thought, well, that was a bit churlish saying I'm not excited about that because that was a milestone. And, and ever since I've done that big book bub, I've been above that. Okay. So my book income now is earning more than my, my wife does and has done for months, even when it's dropped off. Um, you know, and, and we have to celebrate that as a milestone because I set that milestone ages ago. And I just thought I need to clarify that because, uh, you know, I was sort of saying, saying it like it was nothing. And actually it is something, you know, it's somebody, it's somebody's salary that contributes to the, you know, this household income, uh, and, and makes a good contribution to this income. So I just wanted to qualify that. Um, because although I was, I was judging it by the highs I'd had on BookBub, 
And that was naughty of me <laughs> because it's still good, even though it's low. And, and the BookBub has done that. You know, six months out of the BookBub, it's allowed me to, to earn substantially more, uh, uh, you know, to, to earn to earn more than my wife's salary in one month, um, you know, annual salary. Um, you know, so we've got to put this in context. We've got to celebrate those those milestones. So I just wanted to clarify that. Um, finally, for my kind of update, it's another link, I'm afraid, but um, there's a great Alliance of Independent Author uh, articles, um, and it's called Opinion, Why I Don't Worry About Amazon Reviews. And it's just a link that I'm going to put on. It's by a guy called Barry Faulkner, who's just done a, a kind of opinion piece on Amazon reviews. And interestingly, um, and this is, this is the first time I've actually felt that this might be another author spiking me. On and I don't know the iBooks infrastructure at all, but I I just happen to see I I'm, I'm not looking at my reviews at the moment. I'm just concentrating on the sales. I'm sort of keeping steady. But I did just happen when I was kind of trying to figure out the iTunes the iBooks infrastructure. I did just happen to see a, a one star review on Don't Tell Meg, which basically said I've only read two chapters and it was really slow. And, and never have I kind of felt like that was a spiked interview more than that one because who the heck would write that? I've only read two chapters and it's a bit slow. Who would write a review like that? And I just thought that feels like a bit of a spiky one to me. Um, but I'm pleased to report. And by the way, um, Adam Nichols, I know I keep talking about Adam, but I've, I've just followed Adam for years since we were on a, a site called, I can't remember what it was called now, but it's been completely superseded. Oh, Kindling it was called. And I was on that site about three or four years ago. And Adam, Adam was on there when, when, you know, when he was a inverted commas struggling author and he moved from there to 20 books to 50K as I did. And um, he wrote a great piece on Tony Books this week saying um, he'd shared a bad review that he'd got. And he said, you know, I used to worry about this all day. I used to bother me. I used to question my writing. It used to slow me down. And, you know, now he's made this significant amount of money. He can put the proverbial two fingers up to the one-star reviewers and say, do you know what? This doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Your one-star review doesn't affect me. And it was a really good piece. So if you are on Tony Books for 50K, do a, a search for Adam Nichols and, and look up that piece. It was really good. Um, Adam does a great stuff. That's why I like him so much. He does, he shares some great stuff. You won't see him as like, you know, Mr. Personality. You won't see him like a, a Mark Dawson or a Joanna Penn. But when he shares, he shares good stuff. And he's been really helpful to me too. So, um, I just wanted to say hello to MC Rowley, um, who tweeted me this week from, oh, wait for it. It was Tim in Boston last week. It was, Mexico this week. Oh, and you know, you just look at the buildings, you can just feel the culture, oh, the atmosphere. Oh, I love foreign travel. Um, Mexico, I've never been to Mexico before, but MC Rowley was listening to the podcast, just wishing me luck with the book, Bob. Thank you very much for that. I appreciate it. Listening to the podcast in Mexico. Is it Valle de Bravo? I don't know how you say stuff in Mexico. Valle de Bravo. Oh, it's just so exciting, isn't it? When people, you know, are listening to you abroad so thanks ever so much for that and i appreciate your good wishes i've had a lot of good wishes from people this week and, and thank you very much for that we're coming up to the hour let me just refresh draft the digital have we got any money in oh spoil sports no royalties in yet i can't give you the royalties i was really hoping that would just come in in the nick of time it's not there i'm sorry i can't tell you what the ibooks earnings are just yet so apologies for that and um, i have to share it next week um, or follow, you know, make sure you follow me on Twitter because I'll, I'll probably mention it on there if it's very good and publicly announceable. But that's it for this week's diary. Um, um, you'll be pleased, I hope, to hear that we've got an interview on Monday because it's the first Monday of the month. Oh, by the way, um, 
I've done. I've been doing a lot of changes in the background of the podcast. So I must just mention this before I go. So I'd forgotten a lot of this. When I started doing the diaries, I, I used to put them on the same page as the interview. And they used to go out on a Monday rather than a Saturday. And so what I've done this week is I've gone through all the all the podcast and I've split out the diaries. So my aim is that you can have a page that goes from episode one right right through so that when you find the podcast for the first time, because I know people tell me they like to do this, you could go through my entire journey from when I'm making absolutely nothing to sort of the launches that I'm having now. And you could listen to the diaries really easily in chronological order. So these were the things I wanted to do with the podcast. That I'm doing a lot of background stuff, and actually I'll explain a lot of this. Um, I want to shoot a video for Patreon to explain what I'm up to because it, it's um, it's all kind of ninja marketing stuff. But because the um, the podcast, you know, is a bit of a Frankenstein's monster, you start it, you're not, not really sure whether you're going to continue it. And then you come up with a new feature called the diary. You don't know whether you're going to continue there. And I've just been sorting out all these things. And I'm kind of setting up the structure of it in a way where it could just go on and on and on. But I've also done some ninja marketing stuff in the background as well. And I'm going to do a video about that. Um, in Patreon as well to explain what's going on because you probably won't even notice it when you look at the the site but actually there's some really neat stuff in there that's going to allow me to, to monetize that site in in the future so um, I said to you know I needed to do a lot of this marketing work and I, I'm doing it constantly at the moment and it feels really good to be getting on top of a lot of this marketing stuff it really does feel good to be uh, grappling a lot of this stuff now anyhow I was telling you that my guest uh, is Debbie Young, cosy crime writer, and you'll know Debbie from the Alliance of Independent Authors. That's coming up on Monday. That will be number uh, episode number 119 of the Self-Publishing Journeys podcast, and that's going to go live on Monday, the 6th of August, 2018. I'm sort of thoroughly enjoying being immersed in marketing, making ads, reading books, learning videos, you know, doing all this stuff that I, I need to, to get going. And I have to tell you also, that uh, going through the podcast this week, you know, and looking at that body of work, I'm really itching to get going with the interviews again, but I am going to hold off because I, I need to do this work just to put things on a, on a firm footing for the future now. So just bear with me if you would, you know, I'm itching to get the interviews going again every Monday. Uh, uh, you know, I really want to get those going again, but I'm just going to keep my powder dry for a little bit longer because I'm really making a lot of progress in the background with all this stuff that I need. So this structure that I need as we go forwards. So, um, yep, just bear with me. Um, I'll be back next. Um, I'm going to have to record early next week because I'm going to my mum's 80th. So I'm going to be recording on Wednesday next week. So I'm going to apologise that, um, that you're only going to get um, kind of a week's worth of the, of the stats. But I'll, I'll tell you what I can. I'll give you what I can uh, in next week's diary. But it'll probably be a little bit shorter next week because um, I'm on my holes and I'm only going to have part of a week to talk to you about. But that'll be coming up. It'll just drop in your feed on Saturday as per normal. Um, so in the meantime, have a fabulous week of writing, editing, marketing, whatever it is you're doing in your indie author career. I'll be back next Saturday. Thanks for listening and bye-bye for now. Thanks for listening to Paul's Podcast Diary. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast feed to hear next week's update and find out how many words get produced over the next seven days. Until then, we hope you have a great week of writing.